Almost every kid plays soccer as their first team sport. It starts around the age of five, kids running around, kicking a miniature ball aimlessly. A chaotic mess of children having fun. From here, some kids figure out that soccer, or sports in general, aren't for them. For others, they find a passion to play. In the small town of Lincoln, Massachusetts, practically every kid plays soccer at one point. For some it sticks, for others it becomes a fond memory of eating orange slices and wearing an ugly green uniform. In this small town of about 6,000 people, some kids stand out as young athletic stars in a class size of 80 and then reach high school where they blend in with a larger crowd. However, one girl stood out at the age of five, through the stages of green uniforms and orange slices, above the 80 misfits, and then beyond. Her freshman year of high school, she was put on the varsity soccer team, reaching a point many upperclassmen weren't able to. She was named all-conference all four years of high school in all eastern Massachusetts as a junior and senior. She ended her high school career with 57 goals and 50 assists, with 24 goals just in her senior season. She went out with a bang, helping her team to the North Sectional Championship while being named All-State and Team MVP. Her list of accomplishments doesn't end in high school. This star, recruited by Northeastern, scored her first collegiate goal in her first start, which happened to be the game-winning shot. As a sophomore, she tallied a game-high 13 goals, including six game-winning goals, and helped to bring her team to win the league championship. With two more years to go in her college career, Hannah Rosenblatt certainly has showed us a lot but I know we will see more. I was lucky enough to sit down with Hannah, my best friend of 15 years, and hear about her passion to play as a female athlete. This is Passion to Play with Hannah Wolfart. Hey everyone, welcome to Passion to Play. This is my first ever podcast episode and I'm joined by my best friend since day one, Hannah Rosenblatt, who's forward for Northeastern's women's soccer team. How are you doing today, Hannah? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So just to start, what is your story uh, with sports? Um, I've been playing all different kinds of sports ever since I can remember. Um, when I was little, my parents signed me up for anything. It was like Saturday morning soccer, t-ball played basketball um actually Hannah and I like fifth grade used to play with the boys at recess played basketball and I was always that girl playing sports at recess with the guys um and then I always gravitated towards soccer so I played for uh, FC Stars a local club team uh ever since I was like six or seven and then I played up for them until I went to Northeastern and uh play there now and actually still during the summer I go back and play for stars over the summer and um yeah that's about it what do you think has been the biggest challenge throughout your career I think that uh a lot of times you have your teammates who understand what you're going through and uh the work you have to put in but you have a lot of other people like school friends and other people who maybe don't understand they might just see all the things you do, but they don't understand that the work that goes into it. So I think that's the biggest challenge I've had to overcome. Can you tell us a little bit about what that work is to put into? I mean, you've been playing soccer since you were like five years old and you became, you got recruited by a D1 school. So what is the work that goes in behind the scenes that we don't see? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously when you're little, you just play, you have fun, you go to practice games and stuff. But um, as you go into high school, I think, for me, when I, like, realized I could play at the college level, I just had to kind of 
realize all the work I had to do. And I almost didn't realize that until I got to college. And summers are six days of conditioning, lifting four times a week, like, and then soccer on top of that to stay uh, sharp. So I think people just see the soccer part, the 90 minutes that we get to play, like twice a week. But I think 99% of our work is done when we're not actually playing a game. So I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, Can you give me a story of something that you worked for in sports or a goal that you set or something and that you were able to reach and how, you know, it felt when you reached that goal? Yeah, I think that, like, the biggest one that's most, like, pertinent to my life right now is passing, like, college fitness tests because I think, obviously, you want to have goals of, like, doing well and as a forward scoring goals, but for me, it's more of, um, like, fitness because I think that putting putting in that work – not just in the summer, but spring and when right when the season ends, honestly, to get stronger, get faster, everything like that, it really gives you confidence to and brings like a lot of validation that you put in the hard work when you weren't just in the game. You you needed to get where you needed to be so you could play those games. And I think that's the biggest goal that I always set every year for myself. What do you think are some of the expectations for girls in sports? And does society have low expectations? Is that part of this problem if there is a problem with girls in sports what do you think yeah I I definitely think that throughout the years at least when I've been playing that there's like a lack of expectation for girls in sports like I remember being one of a few girls playing with the boys in recess like things like that where it's kind of not expected for girls to to um like excel in sports and I think that that's almost that's part partially a lack of like professional opportunities for like women in sports so kind of you know kids will play them when they're younger and then kind of reality hits where like you know maybe after high school you're like no I can't play at college or if if you get past that that there's not opportunity so I think younger girls kind of see that when they're younger too. Did you ever have any doubts about continuing to be an athlete while you were growing up? Um I luckily never did I actually remember one time my dad um asked me kind of around that age where girls are kind of dropping out he said we're driving probably to soccer probably driving to soccer he said you know you don't have to play soccer if you don't want to you just gotta let me know and and honestly I thought he was like the craziest for for saying anything like that but um looking back I'm grateful that he like asked me that because it it helped me like reassure myself and kind of reflect on myself that oh yeah I definitely want to do this so that was definitely the biggest thing for me. As you maybe know, more and more girls are dropping out of sports and it's happening around the age of 14. So right at that cusp when you're leaving middle school, going into high school, a lot of body transitions and society transitions. Um, If you could go back and talk to yourself at age 14, what advice would you give yourself? Um, I think that uh, I'd go back and like tell myself to like, you got to ignore the chatter of like people on the outside that I once again, like don't really know what you're what you're doing maybe they don't understand why you're doing it there's there's the hundred times where I had to say sorry I have soccer I can't go hang out I can't go to dinner whatever but I think that just telling myself if if you are willing to make the sacrifices in that even throughout the sacrifices of you know missing out on things with your friends that even if that sport that you play you still love it even with all that then stick with it And what advice would you give to girls that are having doubts and feelings of, you know, maybe I should be dropping out of sports right now and not continuing through high school and aiming for a higher level? Yeah, 
I think just that, like, if you are enjoying what you do, um, then all the reasons that you might want to drop out maybe aren't, like, really necessary. Like, you don't have to play it at the highest level. If, as long as you're having fun at whatever level you're playing at, then I think that's all that matters. And you play it until you kind of lose that fun and that, that joy when you play. At least for me, a big deal with sports growing up, I think, was confidence and kind of having a lack of confidence going into certain sports. What do you do? You think like confidence for girls in sports is part of this problem? Why they're dropping out, and has confidence ever been an issue for you? Yeah, um, I think that that's a huge issue for girls in sports, like right now and at that really important age. Um, I think that girls aren't encouraged to be their their true selves when they play. So if a guy is playing and he's playing really hard, then that's seen as like really commendable. But if a girl is it's kind of like, oh, she's a little aggressive, like kind of a hard out, things like that. So I think that that's definitely an issue. And for myself, I would say there have been times like when I was younger where I would question, especially with like uh, playing at a high level in club, you are always competing with your uh, your teammates. Like you don't always play the same minutes or tryouts and stuff like that. It's really high intensity. So I think that that really bred some confidence issues um just within the game and I think that as you grow you kind of grow with that and you kind of understand um that so I think just like over like college obviously it's not uh, equal playing time and kind of coaches give you a hard time so I think that what what builds my confidence like on the field and how I get confidence is from doing everything that I can do to put myself in the best position so that no matter what happens after that uh, then I don't really have any regrets. Yeah, definitely. Do you think part of the problem is kind of the system of club sports? So, you know, if you want to really chase your passion to play, you're getting involved in club sports. I mean, we both played club. You played club stars, obviously, and then I played AAU basketball and softball for a little while. And part of, like, the problem, at least why I stopped playing softball, was the system, and it just, you know, it gave me anxiety to have all this pressure and you're going up against everyone that's at this high level and you're kind of forced to be like a shark out there on the field Mm -hmm. yeah you know really show your competitiveness and be as confident as you can be and sometimes girls don't have that so Mm -hmm. what do you kind of think about the system because you were you are a product of it yeah I I definitely think there's obviously positives and uh, negatives from a system like that because a system like that it almost it weeds out different people who you know at some point or another they're gonna realize no this is not for me especially in this like arena in this culture like yes you still like love playing basketball and softball but maybe not at that absurdly like competitive level uh so I definitely think that (laughs) club sports they they weed out people but I think it's at they do it at the age where boys and girls alike like they're at like a fragile state in their lives so kind of it's weeding them out to you know, down the line, like college soccer and college sports and stuff like that, whereas the weed out process starts when you're still in middle school and college is not even on the horizon yet. So I think that there's always like a lot of stress and disappointment at such a young age uh, within club sports. So definitely a problem. Why do you think that girls should continue to play sports and pursue their passion to play? Yeah, um, I think that uh, playing club sports, like, or sports at a high level, I don't know, whatever club, AAU, um, there's an extra level of, like, competitiveness where you don't get from just, like, a travel team or 
something like that. So I think that, especially at a young age, uh, playing like sports gives you like that drive and that motivation to uh, get better. And I think that the biggest thing for me is in playing club sports is that I had this group of best friends that I know I could have a lot of fun with. I got to play the sport that I loved and that we all we all knew what we were getting ourselves into and how much work we had to put in. What kind of opportunities has sports created for you? Oh, well, plenty. Um, so first and foremost, like I get to play soccer in college. I get to get a fantastic education while I get to play soccer at a really high level. But more than that, I think that playing soccer has given me so to families, so to speak. So I have my stars family. I played uh, with some of the girls since I was like six. So I'm still really good friends with them. I have my high school Lincoln Sudbury soccer family and now I have my Northeastern soccer family. So I think that that is probably the biggest thing and like the greatest opportunity that I have is to create these like long lasting bonds with a lot of different people. How have women's athletics advanced and progressed since we were in high school and middle school even, and have we made good progress? Yeah, I I definitely think that throughout the past, oh, like 10 years, we've made like a lot of strides in women's athletics and obviously just being drawn to soccer. I always think of like the U.S. women's national team who I've looked up to and I still look up to even though I'm almost 20. I still look up to them and I have since I was really, really little and, um, they, over the past couple of years, they fought for uh, higher pay, bonuses that are similar to the men's team. They also have this, this like, campaign that's called, like, She Believes, which is aimed at, like, young women to, like, grow the game of soccer. And I know that a lot of different things have been done with, like, women's hockey. They also recently fought for um, higher, higher pay. So I think, like, things like that are really great progress. And I think that women's athletes uh, are really taking – that responsibility head on and trying to like grow game, grow different sports for like young women. So I think it's great. You know, you are a D1 athlete and you are friends and roommates with all these other high level athletes also. Uh-huh. Do you think that in growing up, um, do you think that there is a body image issue with girls in sports? And that is part of maybe the problem of why girls are dropping out at a younger age because they don't want to be labeled or they don't want to look a certain way that they think is different than how they are supposed to. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know that there's plenty of stereotypes of distance runners are supposed to be twigs and like basketball, tall and big, like stuff like that. And I think that especially when you're at that young age, no matter how much you want to say it doesn't get to you, it probably, it does in some like regards. So I think, uh, that definitely has a big impact on why girls like drop out at such a young age. Um, and they don't pursue their goals like further on. Um, which is kind of, it's a shame to me because they're letting outsiders get into, um, their heads and like, what do they, they don't want to pursue their goals because of people they don't even know and stigmas that they, they can't fight for themselves. So, well, thank you so, so much for doing this. Um, I just want to say that throughout the, you know, 15 years that we've known each other and been best friends, it has been awesome watching you pursue your passion to play and I will continue to do so no matter what. So thank you so much for joining me. Love you. Thank you for having me.